0: all right everybody i want to thank you for joining us again for another episode of the servant leader coach's bible study i'm again excited about this one because i've already been talking a little bit with today's servant leader just super excited about his positivity and i know it's going to be a good one today we have coach jj davis from neosho county community college but also motivational speaker and i know he's going to drop some gems today because he's already been doing that, so I'm going to go ahead and pass the torch to Coach so we can get this conversation started, and Coach, I just thank you for being
1: here today. Man, Coach, I appreciate you letting me be on the show, and and, and again, man, I'm from Neosho County Community College here in Southeast Kansas. Right now, I'm like a human popsicle. It's a little <laughs> cold outside, so all you guys in Florida got me jealous, um, Sorry, but you know... Coach. Hey, look, I'm excited and, and uh, ready to be on this and, and just maybe be able to drop some dimes and, and, and learn a lot, a lot from you guys. And, and thank you for allowing me to be on here, Coach.
0: Absolutely, Coach. So thank you for being here. You mentioned dimes. And I think that's so fitting for you because that's how I kind of got in touch with you. Uh, you have these daily nuggets that you get, these daily tips. Can you talk a little bit about how that got started? What was your goal with that?
1: Um, you know, one day I woke up and, and and I told my wife, I said, babe, you know, I, I just want to inspire people. And, 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 you know, every significant other is kind of like hesitant, like, uh, babe, you're going to put that all over what? And, and I'm like, I, I just want to start telling my thoughts and I, I just want to start doing these things. And, and so it it. I still do the videos too. I do like a a Coach J's motivational tip and then I have a thought of the day, but my wife would get on and she would hear me doing these thought of the days. Like she could see me recording and and she'd be like, babe, for real, you're going to say that out loud, right? And and I'm like, you know what, babe, here's the deal. There's somebody else out there. And and I told her that it was more for me than it was for anybody that I was going to, when I first started this project, it was more for me. And being able to be honest with myself and say the stuff out loud and then maybe i could hear it later you know and 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 so um it was a reminder the next day or or whatever and and then it turned into the thought of the day um i've been blessed that i've had a couple great mentors uh helping me with my with my pictures and thoughts and all that it used to just start just just tweet it now we'd have this pretty cool picture and the branding and all that other stuff that goes with it but um, you know, it was awesome. And, and you know, and just being authentic and, and just telling people how I really felt. Um, and, you know, if it helped one person, that's all I care about. And, and, and you know, of course, uh, I had the Inspire 1 million and before we kinda, I kind of switched it to um, Inspire 2 million because one of my mentors said that that you might actually make that goal and we got to make them dreams bigger than what they're supposed to be. So that's how it got started, and it, you know, you know, your your significant other is your biggest critic and your band, And, and at first, she was like, uh, "Babe, you know, people are gonna clown you because you know you grew up in a in, in the hood, and you know, blah blah blah." And I was like, "You know what, babe? I bet you they still want to hear it too."
0: <laughs> exactly, and you know what? I'm glad you did. I'm so glad you did because you mentioned something that's perfect that. You know, Jesus lesson the 99 for the one. So even yeah, with that one, and I know you're ex- inspiring way more than that, but even if that one, if it changes things, and I think that's one of the things that we both find in your ventures and in what this platform just, just here about how God is moving And if we would not have just stepped up and recorded a message or a video that day, you
1: know. know. Right. Like, I mean, and, you know, it was at the point where, you know, I I hadn't really ever went into a church before in my life until like four years ago. And I was blessed, man, that I I have this uh, I have this pastor that I got to tell the story, Coach, and I I, because I told him I was going to tell it, man. I
0: love stories. Please
1: do and, and I, I'm standing outside of this church and, and I, you know, again, I, I hadn't been in one and, and uh, I was a little nervous and he comes out and he says, Hey, uh, coach, uh, you coming in? And I'm like, uh, bro, I don't know if I should, like, there's some things that I've done, you know? And he's like, that's cool. Me too. Come on in. And, and it was really cool. It, it, it's a second Sunday. Um, we go do it on Monday nights. Um, he, we serve food to to people in need. Um, we get a message and, and we get to eat, man. And and uh, that's how Coach, D, that's how Pastor DJ, man. Uh, you know, we, we live in a town where, there, where there's uh, all white. It's an all white community, but my pastor is a black guy, and, and he, uh, man, he, I feel at home. And, and that's you know, and that's how you know that's I, I felt the spirit hit me then. Um, and then I then from that moment, like I didn't really know what was going on in my life. And, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna have other people feel this because this is different.
0: And and I think that's amazing. What's your pastor's name again?
1: Pastor DJ. Pastor
0: DJ, shout out to you. I think it's amazing because that's what we're called to be. Yeah, you know, so often I, I think that's how people get so Fretful and fearful to come into the faith because they feel that everything's a hundred percent. Absolutely not. We're all flawed, and we can be open and transparent about that. That's that's what made you feel welcome.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. He he made me set up front, and and you know what what was crazy, coach, is I didn't even know I didn't know anything. I didn't know Genesis was the first book in the Bible. I had no idea of any of it. And uh, man, and you know. He bought me a children's Bible coach and, and I read you're this so children's small. Hey, listen, I read this children's Bible every day. I read a story of it every day for two years. I read the same book, the same Bible stories every day for two years. Um, he finally upgraded me now. Now I got this new cool <laughs> one and, and it's got all stories and, and it links it back to the message. And I say, okay, now you're doing too much. but I love that because
0: I'll never forget. My grandfather my grandmother, they were the chairman, deacon, and mother of the church. And they would always say, you know, much like a baby, you start on milk. You don't come out and say, you know, the the hospital's down here. They'll give you a steak dinner when you have a child, right? They don't give one to the baby. The baby has to start on milk. You know so yeah. if we jump into faith and we have to start somewhere so I even from that I don't care what age you are you got to start somewhere and then I'm glad he graduated you coach <laughs> Yeah if like, Hey,
1: look now uh, yeah he, he got me on a new a new thing and I'm like holy cow I'm a me- I'm a memory versus now so uh, you know, I, I I got the first one Genesis one one in the beginning there was heaven and earth so I got that first one down so I, we we get a new one each week he, he man he got me working I said man hold up I ain't I just got my master's I didn't know I was going back to school
0: <laughs> look I love that and, and you mentioned this which is so important you need those people as I call them a seat at the table everybody has to have a a seat at your table, and they need to be doing something, not just sitting there taking up space. And you and I actually kind of mentioned this before we actually got on today. You talked about having mentors in your life, and not just one. You have those associated with certain aspects of your life. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of mentorship, especially in our field, but how they've impacted your life in different sectors?
1: Yeah, I mean, the basketball realm, I'll talk about that one first, because uh I'm sure it's on here and want to hear, you know, I have five guys at all different levels um, and, and that talk to me every day um, and, and tell me like, and tell me every day. And I, I think uh, there for the while, I was the, I was the only college coach of the group, but we would meet and once a week or once every month or it, it during, during, especially during the, the pandemic and, and, you know, these guys would fill my cup and and they would be like, coach, coach, like, and and I, man, I, I didn't have much to say. I just wanted to shut up and listen to these guys and how intelligent they are. Um, and they, you know, they don't know that I'm the dumbest dude in the group. Like I'm learning from them, even though their title doesn't say college coach beside it. Um, which is ironic because I hired one of the guys. Uh, <laughs> I hired one of the guys in my in that mentor group as my assistant coach, um, and I and I'm trying to get another one uh, on there right now. But um, you know, it, it's crazy. Like, and, and they filled my cup when nobody else would, um, because sometimes maybe they're you know, uh, and for the other coaches out here, like maybe they're scared to 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 do that thing, and sometimes other college coaches. Sometimes big time you. Yeah. I hate to say it, but sometimes they'll big time you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just been blessed, man, that that I've got around some people, and and I, I I try to pride myself on. If somebody sends me an email, I answer every single email, um, regardless if you're the fifth grade girls coach at Podunk University or whatever. I'm gonna answer it, and because I want I want them to feel important because I was once them. Um, you know, I was once them and, um, I have other mentors. I have a mentor for my, for my wife. Um, you know, I, I was telling coach here uh, and, and I'm on my third marriage. I've sucked at the other two and it was nobody else's fault, but mine <laughs> and, and I've owned it. And, and, um, I love having a mentor for, for my marriage because I still suck at times. I still don't have the right answers. Um, and marriage is hard. I was listening to a podcast yesterday that said, you know, if you don't bring the same energy I do during college basketball that I do in my marriage, then why am I even trying to be married? And, and um, you know, that, that kind of hit me right in the face coach. I, that one, that one, that one hurt a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Um, you know, and then I got a uh, mentors for, for my finances and, and mentors for my, my faith and all kinds of things. And, and, you know, because I think, a lot of people coach; they struggle with being able. They they want to fake the answer, right? Yeah. Instead of just saying, "I don't know the I don't know," like I don't know the answer, you know. Like uh, like go back to my basketball mentors. Like there's many times that I ask a seventh grade coach, "What drill did you get?" And I and I coach in one of the best conferences in the country. <laughs> it's crazy, and it, so um, I think sometimes it's just about letting go of those stereotypes and because every human being you meet has something to give you there's a blessing in every human yes. being and, and they're just blessing man and and you know it and here's here's something that somebody told me and it and it stuck with me like when that person or people are being mean to you it's not them it's the spirit in them being mean to you it, it's not them they, they just don't know any better and, and that's where we got to just continue to fill their cup up and and love them anyway uh love them when they come love them when they go and that's that's kind of one of my favorite um one of my favorite sayings coach i think i think that's
0: so amazing so, so many gem back jams in here because I wanted you to mention that again, because so often, and as I mentioned before this, y'all, he hit one straight out of the gate. I said, you know, I was always told to the word that a rise comes before a fall. And Coach JJ's response to me was, I've been blessed with the falls." And it was so amazing. I was just like, oh my goodness, I had to tell him to stop talking until we actually got on live today. Because that, that hit me in such a way, because you're absolutely right. It says at the end of the day, coach, you know, people truly will do it wrong for so long because they fear asking for help or they'll say, I know won't make it right because they don't want to reach out and allow somebody to teach them better, you know? And so when we can humble ourselves and ask to be better, then and only then can we become better. And I, I, again, agree with you that, you know, I know it's not always easy to be said, but some coaches and leaders do big time. And we have to make sure that when we, you know, rise have to be, uh, there was a coach, shout out to her. She's also a sorrow of mine, uh, Coach uh, Smith-Carson. She was gone, um, a couple of weeks ago, and she said that, a couple weeks ago, and she said that, and we talked about lifting and bringing yep. people up as we climb. And we talked about lifting and bringing people up as we So I appreciate Amen. that. I
1: appreciate that, Coach.
0: You there? Yeah, can know. you hear me, still? Coach got some snow on his end, and I have rain on my end. So, you know, I I had him laughing. I said, my grandma used to always say, sit down while the Lord's doing his work. And I was like, we gonna still do this, but we are doing his work. So hopefully we can get through this uh, weather. Uh, But, Coach, you know, can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your job at, you know, as a women's basketball coach, right? And we know already, I tell you this, I'm a woman. I played sports. But how do you manage? We hear coaching is more than just X's and O's, but also managing personalities. Can you talk a little bit about how you coach your young ladies inside of the lines, but also outside of the lines?
1: Absolutely, coach. That's a that's an amazing question. And you know, here's here's how we do it. And and we're gonna talk about those core values again. Um, we ask our girls to get 1% better in our four core values every single day, right? So serve, honor compete. And now, and we ask them to get 1% better. So maybe they just held the door open for somebody that day. They, they made one of those qualities that day, right? They got 1% better in that quality. Um, and and man, I'm an ultimate girl dad. I have two daughters and I have a granddaughter. Um, and, and so here's, here's what I tell girls. And, and I'm old, and, and, and they and they love it. I I think is that I tell them every day I love them, every day I love you, and, and I'm gonna love you unconditionally. And that could be I may have to tell you some some elephant in the room truths today, right? And, and we have an elephant in our locker in our in our office, and and I tell them, do you want do you want to hold the elephant? Because I got to tell you some truths today. Um, and we also got a crocodile in our room, in our office too. And I told coach Kenny and, and some of my other coaches, I said, that's when I'm grouchy. So uh, they hold that crocodile. They're going to get it that day. But, um, you know, we tell them, we love them every day. Um, we tell them that they're beautiful. They're smart. They're under, they, they, they have a chance to be something different. And, and I recognize, um, you know, my grandmother raised me. Okay. And, uh, she's the smartest woman I ever know and uh you know she never got the chance to do all of her dreams because of whatever reasons and i've never really asked her that much and but she never got to do all of her dreams and, and uh you know when I, I i promised myself when i started coaching girls because i had a chance to coach dudes in college but i chose girls and i i, I want them to know that especially now Sometimes they're a high ball because they're a girl. Most of the girls I coach are, are a different color, right, a, a, of color, and, and that they, they got some things against them, right? And I want them to know up front that, I, that I'm going to give them something every single day to make them un so nobody can't hire them. I want them to go through something every single day that will make them hireable young ladies and then one day CEOs. Uh, one of my favorite tricks that I do is, is I, I always tell my girls, hey, raise your hand if you have a 4.0. And I always have. I'm, I'm blessed because ever since I've been here, we've had a 3.0 and finish in, in the top 10 in the country every nice. year. In grade point average. But I tell the ones with 4.0s to raise their hand. And then I tell the rest of them, look at them, because one day they'll be your boss. And, 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 you know, we want them to hear that. You know, I want them to hear it. And we do a leadership. Uh, we, we do leadership every day. We do basketball IQ every day. We do uh, unconditional love every day, like classes in our, in our thing. So when we have leadership, we, we have women. We, we, try to, we try to schedule women, successful women, to talk to them. Powerful women to talk to them. We have our pastors, of course, that are men or whatever come in and talk. But we want successful, powerful women that have went through the through it, man. And, and I always tell them because I I, I try to recruit kids that kind of came from my background, and I always tell them like, what would what would what would have been done if Rosa Parks would have got a what would, what what would have happened? Like, come on, folks. Uh, man, what would have happened? and instead of doing what she knew what was right. And, and you know, it, it's especially during February, and it's Black History Month, and I love it. And, and we teach our kids. And we teach our kids. I mean, look, I, got, I have wealthy white kids from the middle of the country that's never played with, played with a black kid before. And then I got black kids that never played with white kids before. And, and I, I recruit that way on purpose, Coach, because that's life. And that's, that's life, and, yeah. and, and, Man, and I have this young lady. I got to tell this story. I have this young lady from Riverton, Kansas, and she said, "Coach, I never would have known." She goes, "I wanted to go. I want to play for you for two years and then go back home, but I would have never known what the what the rest of the world would have looked like if I didn't come here." Now, I don't care if I win a game or don't. <laughs> I truly don't. Like that statement right there changed my life. Like, like it's like they 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 change my life every day like i i, I try to put in their cup but I, they you know that that right there showed me that you know the kids from the inner city are teaching this this country girl that that hadn't been through anything and didn't know the struggles and and you know this has been a a a, a different year right and and it's been so awesome for me to go through it and navigate through it and 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 learn learn what differences make and 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 I love it man and that's what God wanted. God wants us to all to know what our differences are, I believe right, and he wants us to love them anyway
0: <laughs> oh yes
1: and, and so I mean at the end of the day, it's like you know they're able to tell each other. You know, at first when when they come here, they're they're kind of weirded out because all of our I'm, all of our coaches staff says, "Hey, we love you, we love you, we love you," and they're like, "Man, coach, like uh," and and one of our kids from from down in Texas goes, "Coach, I thought that was kind of weird at first, but y'all really mean it," <laughs> and I'm like, Absolutely. "Yes, baby, we do we do mean it," and, and you know. My wife is a saint. She brings them over once a week, and they have a home cooked meal from her. Um, and, and she, they see every day. Like Coach Jay is just normal. Like he sits at the table and doesn't say much while his wife does all the talking and, and clowns him. That's what really happens at these dinners, right? And, and it's good because <laughs> they need to see that. They need to see it and and be like they. That's powerful. That's powerful. I, I'm like when I tell my girls, I'm not in control when I come home. I'm a servant of my wife when I come home. I have to just shut up and get in line. And, and so that's just part of the, you know, and it's it's good for them to see it.
0: <laughs> I think I think you're so right. I tell people all the time we spend so much time with these individuals who we mentor or coach or lead, and if they're spending that much time with us, we have an obligation. To be able to show them those things not just in the sport that we teach them not in the classes that we teach them, but in life because when they leave you they have to go into the real world and so I'm, I'm, I'm such a fan I'm such a fan of just what you stand for even down to you know some of them may not see that wife and husband dynamic no. you know when they come and get to sit at the dinner table with your wife they get to see a woman in action every day and then introducing these powerful women in society to come and speak them so they can see it. You know, cause Brittany Ezel always says, you know, big time, she'll say, if you want, we want our kids to be a woman. They have to see a woman.
1: Right. And I, I got to tell you one story. We had a young lady from Kansas city and I asked, I asked her, I said, Hey baby, you, it's your day to come eat. And you know, she's really scared and didn't want to. And she sent me this text and you know again coach I'm from the hood so she's like man I ain't coming you know I just don't feel right da, 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 da. well one of our sophomores goes hey she's coming coach you just don't know it yet right and, and I'm like okay because the sophomore wanted the food more than the freshman she didn't even know right but the and so the girl the young girl comes over um, she sits down and eats with with mama Ma, we, they call her mama Lisa and and, uh, and and the young and the young girl goes coach i i just i i never knew it could be like this and 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 you know that changed you know like i that that made me that made me go you know at first i thought it would. i just wanted my wife involved with the program is that you know what i mean coach that's what i wanted at first but then when she said i you know i didn't know this is what it looks like and and you know, and and then that's it gives me a chance to tell her, like, hey, I've made some mistakes, I'm on my third try. Like, hey, nobody's perfect. But baby, like, yes, this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like to sit at a table. This is what it looks like to 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 pray before the meal. This is what it looks like to really be vulnerable and and, and take that stuff. And and it was, you know, and it was great. She's already asking when she gets to come next. I said, We got sixteen other kids, fool. We got a while. You you ain't
0: uh. <laughs> You gotta wait your turn. <laughs> yeah,
1: the other ones gotta get some too now. So
0: Coach, I love that and and, and such an impact that I know that it makes. I, I know that it does. And I think that's amazing. You know, you mentioned uh in your walk and you can definitely hear it in your swag too, you know, that you grew up in the hood. Can you take us back a little bit? When you were growing up and where you grew up from and how that's impacted you as you, you know, serve as a man and a coach and a father and a husband right now.
1: You know, um, my mom, my mom is a, a stripper and my dad is was a drug dealer. And they, I, I, they left me when I was five. And, uh, you know, um, my grandmother was an emergency care foster worker um, and she took me in and uh, she loved me unconditionally when nobody else would right and and, uh you know i i didn't know what unconditional love meant (laughs) right you know you you just know like if you're from the hood you know your grandma you rob a bank your grandma gonna say she was with you regardless like you know like that that, that's the type of love that it was right right and 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 so um you know my grandmother had faith you know, and and I I, I was too hard headed to do all that stuff and pay probably pay attention to her and, but I knew I loved my grandmother more than anything because I, I knew at a young age she could have let me go and, and she didn't have to keep me, um and so, um you know growing up in the middle of the, <laughs> 29th in Arkansas and in Wichita Kansas, um it's a hood man it, it may not look like the hoods that you, that difference are. Um, you know, I always tell people we got hoods with grass in the front, but it's still a hood. Um, <laughs> right. so, um, you know, and my, my wife, you know, my wife is from a, a country hood, man. Like, and I, I always laugh cause she comes from a town from like 200 people, y'all. And, and she showed me her projects and I'm like, Oh my God. Like she's, I was like, babe, all white people live there. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God dog. So that changed my life. That changed my mind too, man. Like, man, it doesn't matter the color or, or any of that, man, we all come up with some struggles and and, 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 what's crazy is, is that like, you know, if we don't have that person to change us, uh, you know, we're going to do some things, you know, and, and, you know, by the time that I got down junior college, I I've been shot twice and stabbed seven times and, I always tell people I wasn't a very good gangster, that's why I became a basketball player <laughs> uh, and, and, and so you know like you gotta you gotta do some things and and uh, where I come from you you i was born the I fought a lot I have foster brothers I fought gang member brothers I fought <laughs> like that's just what we did um and and I'm just blessed that that my my grandmother invested enough in me that that uh she helped me get a uh, get get a scholarship and and uh change and change, uh, you know Pratt Community College in Kansas changed my life and saved my life and you know I I could never thank my grandmother enough and and you know without her without her saying yeah man it would <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be that way
0: it's such a blessing i'm reminded i was having a conversation with coach labelle moten a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and he was saying the same thing You know, he says, you know, if you want to see some real plagiarism, he said, everything that I stand for, I tell people that I run my program like my grandmother ran her house. And we just talked about a praying grandmother and that unconditional love of a grandmother that can truly just, uh, you know, transform you. And coach, I just thank you for your transparency because so often leaders, um, they find it hard to be able to share their story, but what they don't recognize is in that story. Right. Just like you said, struggles don't know color. They don't know religion. They don't know know any of that. Struggles are struggles and they're going to come. Yep. It doesn't matter how, high you go in life, they will come. But one thing that I've learned and just like what you said in the beginning, that you were blessed by the falls, those struggles make us who we are.
1: Yeah. And like I said earlier, coach, man, like I really do. Ever since that I, I, I feel, I felt the Holy spirit. Like I, I really do live my life like B. Rabbit on Eight Mile at the end, where he just said everything that he's done. You know, I, I on my third marriage, I have been shot twice. I've I've lived under a bridge. I've slept and ate. I've ate out of a Burger King trash can. I, I've ate out of homeless shelters. But all of that's on me. like I did, I did ninety nine percent of that on my own. And and because I, I, I was refusing. I, I, I was with my pride, my pride. I, I wouldn't let go of my pride. You know, I probably didn't have to live in a homeless shelter. I, I, I that's after I came back from playing basketball, I decided I live there cause I didn't want to go back to my grandma and, and tell her how bad I, I failed. So, you know, those are the things, man. Like, and I enjoy telling my story because if I can change just one person from their ego and their pride, like, I mean, you know, you know, to coach, like sometimes where I'm from, they'll call me a sellout and, and this and that. And, and it is what it is. Like, you know, my, my wife gets really hurt when like when all of my motivations when people call me different names or, or whatever. And I'm like, baby, look, they still like it. They still watching it. Like if they didn't that's like right. it, they wouldn't look at it. <laughs> like, that's right. I said, you know, baby, you just gotta, you know, and and that's, you know, and sometimes it hurts, you know, but then on the other hand, sometimes, sometimes I, I think, uh, I think sometimes God wants you to feel some of that because he went through all of it. And And my pastor always says, like, if he went through his homeboys telling him that that they weren't going to lie about him and all that stuff and, and all that, and, they, and he went through all that, why can't you go through it? And, and uh, that's where. That's where I'm at. Like I try to wake up every day, going, if he went through it, why can't I go through it? So
0: that's so good, Coach, And I know it's confirmation because a couple of coaches have actually run that through for uh, you know a couple of weeks, and so it is definitely confirmation for myself. And I know a couple of other coaches who who listen. So yes, you're absolutely right. If they right, that team, we already know we're gonna go through it. <laughs>
1: <We already know. laughs> right. And you know what's crazy, man, and and for all you other coaches out there, like there's two things that I do every day to keep my faith and keep me in check. Because I was a transactional guy, I cussed every other word up till eight years ago. Like I cussed every other word. I was still trying to be this and that, and but I, I carry a and and it's crazy. I, I I carry a a cross in my pocket when I when I coach. It says now on the back of it, but. Um, I carry a cross in my pocket when I coach at practice, and then when I coach in games. And then every day, I carry this twelve-pound brick with some with a railroad tie that went through like Jesus's hand. And I carry that in my backpack every day. And, and I say it's for the burdens of all my players that I've ever coached. And then I also say, because God, I mean, because Jesus went through it, like I can't carry no cross. He's a G. That heavy, but I can carry a book and some and some and a railroad tie to remind myself, like, "Yo, how bad really is it?"
0: That's amazing, Coach, and, and a true testament. I don't think I've ever heard that before, and I think that's that's amazing. Yeah, Coach. You know, there's a lot of things that I'm seeing in you and how you truly have overcome and. You lead with such compassion, um, and you're very inten- intentional in your leadership. But I know sometimes it, it gets a little weary. It gets very yes. hard. Uh, so how, how do you fill your cup? We always hear people talk about, you, know, you can't pour from an empty cup. How do you fill your cup when you're on E? What are some of the things you do to keep yourself in balance?
1: You know, I, it's funny. I love trout fishing. <laughs> I love to go trout fishing and, and and do those things. Those things are really really important to me. You know, um, I, I, I sometimes just got to get away, and, and trout fishing is kind of one of my one of my things. Um, I love the weight lift. I love weightlifting, um, and, and, and then I, it goes back to my. I mean, how I my my basketball my that my group of five guys that. They fill my cup like some days. Like if they ain't heard from me in a couple of days, they'll text me like, "Coach, you good?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm good." And you know, whatever. And you know, they'll they'll sit. It, it's I can't explain to you, Coach, how awesome this group is. But they send something in it every day. Like one of them <laughs> sends something every day that just goes, "Dude, what are you crying about, sissy?" Like you're like these dudes are for real, and you're. You're the worst coach in the group. Come on, boy, get up, you know, and and that helps me fill my cup, and and I love it. And those guys, they they fill my cup, and and you know, anytime I get to see my granddaughter, my daughters, like those are my wife, you know, my, you know, my wife didn't need to be here with me, man. Like I did things with, with my wife, and and she could have left a long time. ago. Every time that I get to come home and. You know, I tell people I'm the luckiest man in the world. I ain't washed a dish, washed some clothes, made a dinner in, in 14 years, coach. In 14 years. Now, 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 if I say anything, like, boy, that, that fills my cup, man. And and that's why it keeps people – and I tell people that. They can say I'm whooped and all that. Yeah, I am. I ain't got to do none of that. So, y'all can say whatever you want to say. So, those are the things, coach, that fill my cup.
0: I think that's amazing, Coach, and, you know, you need people like that. I, I, As you're saying that in your group, I can just think of the, you know, numerous people that keep me going in the midst of just what I do in my life. and you need those people, as I would call them, board of directors. So I think that's amazing. You know, Coach, people look at you, and this is what happens all the time, and I say you because I'm talking to you, but they look at us coaches and leaders and people that they see from face value, right, on social media, and they say, what do you know, Right. You don't know all of this. How do you how do you get here? You they believe that the glory is always where we stand. They don't ever recognize the story. So you talk to us a little bit about the story, but can you help those coaches and leaders who are listening because they're still trying to seek their purpose in life, right? And we know we don't know our purpose. We're just gonna be wandering around aimlessly until we figure it out. So can you talk to them a little bit about those people who are trying to seek their purpose? Where can they start and how they knowing
1: God help you to find your purpose. Yeah. You know, when I found God, my purpose came evident. Like, it just, like, I knew, I knew that I had to, when I felt the spirit in my body, I knew that I had to inspire whoever would listen. And they don't have to listen, right? And I, I, and I think that's where a lot of people's purpose goes wrong. Like you start telling people your purpose, like, what do they say? I mean, back in the day, like your biggest haters are normally your family. Right. And and they don't mean to be, they don't mean to be (laughs) your biggest haters. They're just scared for you. Right. And, and I, that's what I, I was trying to probably talk about with my wife. Like she was just scared for me to be vulnerable, to be on social media and people to say that. Right. and, and, I think for your purpose means that you have to be vulnerable enough to do your core values out loud. Okay. That's my why, that's my purpose and my why be able to be vulnerable enough to do your core values out loud. And I think man, that, that, that probably, you know, says most of it for, for me, like it, 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 if i can't do serve honor compete now every single day i'm not living out my mission of inspiring people just not doing it and, and uh you know because i got to compete some too i got to compete with myself i got to compete with other coaches to to let them know that that we're relevant and, and that there is another way besides transactional coaching and screaming and yelling at people yes there's other ways, man. There's ways to do it. Yes. Do I get mad? Yes. I coaches on here. Yes, I do get mad. Yes. Do I make them run? Yes. I do all of that. It's you know, you maybe missed the first part where I said that unconditional love can have some tough love in there also. Yes, we do have some of that. But but we have a standard that if anybody in our in anybody in our program cusses, they have push-ups. And if they're young or a player, they got they gotta run a stair lap. Like that, we we're building a culture of educated, strong women, and, and uh, you know, again, I don't think you can find your purpose without your core values, and I don't think you can find find your core values unless you're vulnerable. Because if you pick real core values, in my opinion they're going to suck for you too. serving for me. I'm an arrogant guy <laughs> before I found Jesus. I was arrogant and it was only about me. Right. And so I, that was hard <laughs> and, and compete. Uh, serving is the hard for me and, and, you know, honor honoring every human being you meet, even the ones that backbite you and talk bad about you and still walking in and saying, man, I'll pray with you last night. Like, you ever want to trip somebody out, coaches, do that. Tell them, hey, they got out on you the, the day before and you came back and you said, you know what, I prayed about you and I prayed about me too and I hope you have a blessed day today. And, and I'll,
0: yeah.
1: hey, I'll tell you, man, it, it you'll be amazed. It You'll be amazed at how it makes you feel, especially when you start doing it. You may say it and not do it, but when you start doing it, gosh, dog, I mean – God God helps you. Maybe, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe their spirit's off. Maybe whatever. Maybe you remind them of somebody that hurt them. Who knows? So, and I think, I mean, that's just how I am. I mean, and, you know, I mean, in, in, in this other profession of motivational speaking, and, you know, you're going to have critics. <laughs> that's just part of it. Oh, yeah. So,
0: I think that's awesome, Coach. You know, you said something that I definitely have taken down. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, we can have core values, but what do they mean if we don't live them out loud? Right. That's golden.
1: Right. And if you ain't doing them every day, that's not your why.
0: <laughs> Come on, Coach. You're right, because I'm going to tell you, only, like the word says, only what you do for Christ will last. Okay. Yep. Only what you do for Christ will ask. And it's definitely gonna ask. you're not gonna get weary in your well well doing, right? I tell people all the time, it may sometimes, right? I mean I feel good sometimes, but you won't get weary in your well doing if it's what Christ has called you to do.
1: Amen. Amen to that. I was gonna show you my brick, coach. Please do. Look, there it is. It's got the it's got the the nail. I and like then the that, coach. And then the big brick. And it you
0: just you doing a little arts and crafts this weekend.
1: Look, and it just stays in that backpack.
0: I like that. You're gonna have me do some arts and crafts. I like that coach. But it's a true reminder, and I think that's amazing. You know, we have to grow on a day-to-day basis. And what better way to do that than to actually remind ourselves that the main servant left a playbook for us, the one that we follow that. This isn't new. Anything that
1: comes our way is a new. He already endured it. Yeah, and and, and he uh, that that's what that's what trips me out. He already knows what I'm doing. He already that's knows how my heart feels. He already knows who I'm supposed to be blessing. He already knows if I what what gets me, Coach. I gotta just say this. I'm I'm just talking now. But what gets oh, me when 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 God gets me is like I'll be walking by somebody. And then he'll be like, man, take your butt back there and give him a dollar. What's wrong with you? Did
0: like, come through
1: like that? Man. And like, and he did it to me the other day. We were on our way uh, to a recruiting trip, and, and his Girl Scouts were up at, at a mall. And I'm like, they say, Coach. Uh, they they said, because of course, I had the team. And they're like, hey, Coach, um, you want some Girl Scouts? And I'm like, nah, not right now. And I'm like, I got down to the, uh, uh, there was a candy shop down there. And I'm about to buy me some candy. <laughs> And I'm like, now look, fool, you gonna buy you some candy, but you ain't gonna get him two or three dollars. Cool. Tell me how that works. And so I, my my assistant coach is like, you ain't getting no candy. I'm like, nah. And he's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm about to get this to get these Girl Scouts some some, <laughs> some of my cash flow. He's like, said, I'm, I'm like, I don't want the cookies, though. I'll be sitting there eating them forever.
0: Listen, cause the Lord is all in those things. Okay. I'm gonna tell you right now, the Lord, I know he exists for many reasons, but thin mints are the truest example that Christ exists, in life, okay? <laughs> Shout out
1: to mine, hey, mine is a hey, mine is caramel delight so if you're a girl scout cook- hey look y'all hey all you have to do is just put those in front of my face i'll buy like eight boxes i'm like golly hey don't tell my niece
0: that she's been on it she's been on a roll selling
1: girl scout cookies don't tell my niece that we ship <laughs> hey, look, hey you're gonna have to go ahead and ship me a couple boxes i'll put the mail in there i got it <laughs> i love it you know coach you
0: know i love to I love your energy. Let me just first say that. But I love to do this practice because we know that, you know, it goes hard. You know, carrying the burdens of those that we lead is hard. Um, leading in general, you know, as a, a couple of coaches have said, leadership is lonely. It is, because not everybody gets it. Even if they, you know, want to empathize, they can't sympathize because they don't get it, right? One of the things I love to do as a part of like my daily devotion to remind myself that the same God who got me out of my last? Definitely out of my last. One? Who will carry me through? You know my current ones. So one of the things I love to do is I like to say God is. And sometimes this is just a mental rolodex, and sometimes I write this down. But if I said God is, how would you coach JJ Davis fill that blank?
1: God is my saving grace. Come on. That's Come it. On, coach. That's it, man. He know I mean he knows everything I've done. And I shouldn't be here talking to you. That's just real. I shouldn't be out on this podcast. I I shouldn't be what I am. And and I, I guess I, and for me, man, that's that's why I, I take every chance I can to, to tell people my story so they don't have to so they don't have to feel ashamed of theirs.
0: <laughs> that's mm. that's
1: probably the real.
0: Coach, that's good, and you know that is exactly what happens, Coach. When we're transparent, when people see us, like, wait a minute. So he went through all that, yeah. You know, and the first thing we believe as the sharer is, oh, people gonna be in my business, they gonna judge me. What you find is there's somebody that needed to hear your stories to release and give them freedom.
1: Yep, yep, and and, and it's so awesome when I go speak to to, to probation, probation, uh, people on probation. When I go speak to prisoners, when I go speak to juvenile, you know, I, I spent three years in a juvenile maximum security prison. Like when I go do those things and, and talk to them about like what he has done to me and how he has like gave me grace, man, come on, man. Like, and, and, and you know, like I, I was blessed, but I, I know I know that so, this is, and, and I hope this is okay to say, but I think some people make excuses for his grace.
0: Mm. Come on.
1: I think they do. I think they make excuses for his grace. Like, I man, come on, man. Like, if I made a list, and I'm not one, and my, my pastor, he taught me this. Like, if we're going to talk about bad things, him and I got real bad things. Like, you, you're you not going to beat us on very many bad things. Like, but but it's the people that make the excuse for his grace. Like, okay, you cheated. Don't do it again. <laughs> like, you got, like, I, I, when I got baptized three years ago, I'm like, I, I'm not going to cheat because I, I want to uh, cheat. I, I'm not going to cheat because I'm with God now. <laughs> like. He does. That's not what he does. So it, it's just crazy. I, I think. You know,
0: it's, it's a great point that you bring about, and you know, you remind me. You would connect really awesome with uh Coach Willie Spears, who was on, and he was saying that he said, and I don't want to get it wrong, but he said, heard, um, much like what you've today. He said that at the end of the day, people say um, that hypocrites are people that say one thing. And one thing. He's like, I don't think that's true. He said, you know, because that's being a human being. He said, but we're hypocritical when we keep doing those things. It's in you. There's no regret in you. You know, Christ came. He knows that we're going to do things wrong. We have to get in a place where we understand that we're doing those things wrong and use his grace, much like you said, not make excuses for the grace, but we would be thankful for the grace. (laughs) Right. And yep. work better to do better the next time. And so I think that's amazing. But I don't think I've ever heard it put that way. We make excuses for his grace.
1: And that you know, and that and that just ties back to that one percent. Like, yeah, did you get one percent better? Did you do one thing today better than you did yesterday? If that means you just got up and walked one extra step, you did something better. Yep. And, and but you want to tell me about how your mail didn't come on time and your you didn't your your ice cream only had three lit I man come on man I don't understand
0: <laughs> you know and that's why I do my God is practice because it's so easy to complain it's so easy to you know talk about the things we don't have
1: yeah
0: but you know quickly I'm reminded every day of His grace not making an excuse for it but being thankful for it right
1: yeah. man thankful and it. it and it's just awesome to, it's awesome for me to watch my kiddos and my coaches go through it with me. Like, you know, they, they teach me something about the Holy spirit and God every day. You know what I mean? And I, that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. and, and they don't even know they're doing it. <laughs> and yeah, and I think, yeah. And I, I think that's just fun. I think it's fun. I think it's fun to go through it and, and, you know I, I just i just want people to you know when they when they think of me just say hey he loved me unconditionally and on, on the end uh, that to like when when people when people say like you know coach whatever like what the worst thing i want somebody to say about me is man he he, he loved me too much
0: <laughs> like, like that, coach.
1: he loved me too much okay <laughs> that That's a hard one for other people to buy, like uh, why are you leaving the program? He loved me too much. He held me to a standard that was un that 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 uh, that i wasn't that I didn't want to get to
0: and I, it's amazing. There's a song um it's Jay Moss. I hope I'm not wrong, but he says he loved me through my good, he loved me through my bad. He didn't erase my future because of my past. I'm so glad he loved me through my good and my bad. And, that, you know, the
1: test is word that basically says, just love everybody. Love your neighbor as I have loved you. Right. And honestly, Coach, that's unconditionally. Just like yep. you said. That's it, man. That's just it. and You know, and kind of circling it back to, like, where I get my – so I, I text every player that's ever played for me, Coach, every day because I say we family, right? So I text them every single day. I text them one of my one of my quotes or whatever every single day because I don't want them to ever go through life not knowing that their coach that said they loved them abandoned them. And that probably comes back to some of the things that happened in my life, right? But when I said that this was going to be family and this was going to be about love, yeah, I, I, te- I physically text about 500 people every single day besides putting all the stuff on social media. So the ones that don't have social media and all that, I send out about 500 a day.
0: And so that's your core that's your core values in action. That's a thing.
1: Yep. Yeah, that is. That is. It's time consuming, but it is. I gotta get a new app. <laughs> right.
0: I know you trust me, I know it's one of them out there. <laughs> I know, right.
1: But no, and you know, and it, it my my favorite thing is is when like one of when somebody on any social media or the people I I, I text go, Coach, was that for me? <laughs> I'm like no, but yeah, it worked out.
0: That's when you know that it is. It was meant to be said because yep. we've all been there. We're in church, and you look back at like, the pastor. How do, pastor? Do you know my business? Yeah, message is so spot on. You feel like gosh, he talking to me. Or as my pastor would say, I'm stopping by your pew this morning. You know, right. so that's when you know you're spot on. I love it, coach.
1: My pastor always says, well, "I'm in your kitchen," and I and and him and I are best friends. That's what sucks. I'll be like, "Man, did I did I say something to him that he just told everybody?" Like, hold up, I'm trying to start thinking back. Like, oh man, what did I do? I
0: love it. You know, Coach. Knowing this is the servant leader, servant, and two words, servant leadership. We hear them kind of thrown around, um, and that's not a bad thing. I think, but one of the things I want to make sure. It's much like the word love, right? Servant leadership is an action verb, right? As a lot of coaches say, it's an action verb, right? Yep. So when, when we talk about servant leadership, from you, Coach J.J. Davis, how do you define servant leadership? What would you say it is?
1: Defining servant leadership. Boy, you speaking my language now. <laughs> servant leadership is, is doing the things that nobody else will do, period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like, you know, we I make my kids, uh, I make our, our teams go feed the homeless in Wichita. I, meet them, I make them feed the homeless at Pittsburgh. I make them wash the dishes for, for homeless people. I make them serve the homeless people. I make them tie-dye shirts with terminally ill kids. It's just doing the things that nobody else has the guts enough to do and, and doing it for God. Like, I ain't doing it for my glory. I don't want to go to Children's Mercy and tie-dyed shirts because my heart hurts because I got seven different ter- uh, tie dye shirts from kids that I don't know are still if they're alive or, or, or not here anymore. But those are the things that a servant leader will do for the people that, that, that want to follow him or her and, and show them that it's okay and show them that it's not about them. Nothing in this world is about you. It ain't about you ever, in any aspect in life, basketball, business. It can never be about you ever. And if it is about you, then then it's not a servant leader. You you met, you messed up the the definition. Come on, it's the ego leader, and the servant leader man is the person that if you tell me that. That I need to go mop the floor. I say how many times, and and that's what it is. And, and so, in my opinion, that's, that's what no, I would,
0: I think that's perfect. I think it is. It is natural to you when you're a servant leader. It isn't there. There's just no hesitation because it's in you, and other people will not understand it. Why you continue to push when it doesn't seem to make sense to them. Why you go even when it doesn't seem like anybody else is guilty. When it's natural, natural and it's in you, you're gonna just serve because you know it's the right thing to
1: do. And, and it's scary. Being and a servant leader perfect. is scary, in my opinion. And, it's hard. It's scary because a lot of people will will think that in my in my and what I what I've seen in my own eyes is when you are a servant leader, people question if it's fake. And then they try to they try to catch you on every single thing that you do wrong, yeah. and, and you're like, "Okay, I, I get it," but I I still I still wrote you a thank you letter because I really do thank you, not just because of whatever. <laughs> I promise. I I I, yeah. I still yeah. love you.
0: No, uh, seriously.
1: And and you know, and I feel I feel bad for those people now. And now that now that my ego doesn't lead me. Uh, I feel bad for those people. I feel bad. Like, geez. I I promise you. Uh, I I I ain't gonna get into real context, but I had a conversation with another leader and I said, you know, and, and this person was kind of upset with me or whatever. And I and I, I finally went into her and I said, Look, here's the deal. I'm sorry you feel insecure that, that I'm a man of my beliefs and, and what my God would tell me that I scare you and that I would ever intimidate you or not do the things that I want, that you would want me to do. Like, I'm sorry. Like, but, and, and I think as servant leaders, you, we have to have, we, we got to be able to have that conversation
0: because
1: mm-hmm. there's going to be some people that go against you regardless. And you got to be able to confront it with, I'm sorry that you think that I would go against what you believe in rules. that my my God doesn't believe in that. My God says to listen to you and do what you say because you're my boss. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you'll be amazed of what. And so if you're another coach on here and somebody's getting after you and all that, that's one way I, I've kind of, <laughs> I you know like. That's it, man. Like, I, I'm not I don't want to go against you. I'm not trying to intimidate you or my God. Boy, listen, <laughs> he flipped the table. That's what my fans my always say. He flipped the table. Don't let him mess with around with you, man.
0: I love it. Coach, you are amazing. You really are. You know, if y'all have not been able to tell within this, you know, almost past hour, uh, why this servant leader was supposed to come on and chat today, I, I, I think you have a better idea now. You know, Coach, I just appreciate you so much for you know just being the servant leader that you are, understanding it's not easy, but doing it day in and day out. And not just for your young ladies, but for us coaches and us leaders. Can you talk to our li- listeners how to follow you? Where can they find you to be able to get those daily nuggets and gems that I I right. know um,
1: look, I'm, I'm I'm having to look them up now because I had to change all my passwords because they, they inspired two million. So um, Come on, uh, on Twitter, it's at inspire two million. JJ, it's JJ Davis, motivational speaker at inspire two million is one of is one of them. Um, Instagram. Uh, Instagram is. You can just you can follow my my team page is the Neo Show Way, um, and or my my personal one is JJ Davis Inspire the World. <laughs> that's my that's that's, it, that's, that's my right. And then my Facebook I have a a group. Somebody man I I I made a group on Facebook and I, I it's so cool it, it's in it. I like. And so i got inspired inspired two million man like that my group my own little group man i got I, I think i got like 500 people in there for it but i'll be hey i'll be acting like boy i'll be acting like it's three million okay, <laughs> so. but it,
0: what does the word say if you're faithful over a few things yeah. So, I mean, I love a mini. And so just know when I get off
1: here today, I'm going to go join the group. Let me in. <laughs> if it's private, let me in, coach. <laughs> it's public, It's public, man. Yeah. <laughs> coach, If you found out anything, there ain't nothing private about my life. I tell everybody it, man. It's all public. You can you can say what you want to say about me.
0: I love it. Coach, we have a message, you know, it's one of my uh, girls. She's on here often. She's amazing. She's a coach in Cincinnati. She's in a winter storm as well. That's what I was telling you. All my coaching buddies right now, y'all going through, but she wanted to let you know um, that she just keeps for coming on. You were definitely at the top for her so she's on here often. Um, and she says that she'll definitely be coming in to get your thoughts of the day. She can't thank you enough.
1: Man, thank you. Uh, man, Coach, I-, I love you and and uh, you know, if you ever need anything, you ever need coaching, whatever. I hope if you coach basketball, you let me know. Um, we do satellite camps too. We'll come up to your spot, and hang out, and teach, yeah, give your kids a, a day full of love. I love it, Coach Chris.
0: You heard them, so <laughs> yeah, you heard me. I'll do it. Hey,
1: we've been, we've been everywhere. We go. That's we've Suzanne
0: been there. And one thing about her, she will connect. Uh, she's she's amazing coach, amazing person. Uh, so definitely look out for that for her, Chris Burnett. So, coach, you know, I just appreciate you. I really do. Just being able to have these types of conversations. People hear me all the time saying I'm working to normalize coaches and leaders of faith, and just understanding what you've done today. That transparency can happen because it's not about us. Iron sharpens iron. And we need more iron that's rubbing our coaches and our leaders. To make them better and more fit to lead, right? Because leadership is lonely; it is scary. But we have to make sure we're having servant leadership and not ego leadership. So I thank you so much just for your time, even in your winter storm coming <laughs> on here. The Lord helped us get through the winter storm and the thunderstorm and tornado watch on my end. Amen. Thank you so much, man! I really do.
1: With well, Coach, man, I man, I appreciate you and I appreciate all your listeners. That I mean, you know, I, I just. I just love being on here, sharing, sharing the message. And, and I, and I know, I know guys that, that when you feel lonely, that's what I'm going to say, when you feel lonely, just be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, God created you and he wants you to do it. Like sometimes, sometimes that's the, the best remedy is to be able to look in the mirror and look back at yourself and say, God told you, this is what you're supposed to do for me. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. Coach Jason wanted to say thank you uh, as well. He's on here too. And I tell anybody, we're always family. The pandemic has definitely opened up. And so, of course, with seasons flip-flopping, this and that, you know, each day is a bit different, but we're all family, so join anytime, Coach, before you go, everybody really quick, if you don't bow your heads. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for another day and another chance to get it right. We thank you, Lord God, just for being who you are, because if you don't give us anything else or do anything else, just you being God and God alone is more than enough. We ask that you just continue to strengthen us, Lord God, so that we can continue to lead more people, Lord God, in the way that you would have us lead them, Lord God. Help us not be ego oh leaders, God. servant leaders, Lord God. As a special blessing, Lord God, for Coach J.J. Davis, Lord God, as he continues to inspire, Lord God. Help him not only reach two million, Lord God, but exceed two million and go beyond, Lord God. Thank you for his transparency and for his story, Lord God, because we know even if it's one, Lord God, that somebody can be saved and transformed because of his transparency. I thank you for all of the coaches who are listening near and far, Lord God. We thank you so much just for trusting the leadership. We thank you, Lord God, just for being who you are. We ask that you keep us safe on each side of the area that we're in, Lord God, and each side of the weather that we're going through, Lord God. Just keep it safe, Lord God. But most of all, help us to continue to be lights so that we can help others that don't know you find you. In your name, Jesus' name will always bring. Amen. Amen. Coach, thank you so much. You are now a part of the Servant Leader family. So man, can we can ever do, all you got to do is reach out.
1: Man, Coach, this is it, man. You, when you text me that one day, you said, you said, man, I want to be on this podcast. I, I looked you up and, man, you feel up and I'm and, uh, excited and, and i promise you yeah, I, that, that goes both ways if you need you need me on anything that I got man you need me to come down and do whatever you tell me I'll be there uh, now I may have to take a Greyhound bus now but I'll be down there
0: <laughs> I appreciate you coach I really do thank you so much man and you stay safe up there and we'll definitely be be talking I'm about to go follow your page on Facebook too
1: yes ma'am have a blessed day